It's a beautiful day outside. Birds are singing, flowers are chirping, well, not blooming. And on days like this, kids like you should subscribe to my podcast. Anyways, welcome to another episode of the Random Podcast with your host, Melty Scarlet, known as the Crimson Hermit. I'm here today to kick back a simple tale. Once upon a time, there was a there was an otaku who uh, spent all his time as a neat or a shut-in. And basically what happened was, on his on the day of launch of his favorite game, his dating simulator game, he went outside and went to buy some snacks from the local convenience store. On his way, he saw a, a beautiful girl, by his standards, uh, almost get hit by a truck. And by almost, I mean he runs out to save her, only to realize she was not in the way of the truck at all. Um, and he gets hit by a car and tragically passes away. Now, no, this is not Yu Yu show because Yusuke Yodomeshi was a... still went to high school, and he was a high school delinquent. Now, when he died, you know, you have that familiar scene. A dark room, confused where you are. He looks forward and sees a, a blue-haired beauty with a divine atmosphere about her. Looking at her, she tells him he passed away and then proceeds to make fun of him because apparently when he passed away, because the girl wasn't in danger at all, they saw him die and it wasn't the fact that the truck hit him that killed him. It was the sheer embarrassment of pissing himself. And that is the prologue of Konosuba, God's blessing to this wonderful world. Um, so, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because they're releasing a animated movie um, through fandom events. Now, on Twitter, you know, I follow them, but at the same time, like they they've been they've been coming in clutch, feeding that otaku uh, moment. Uh, basically, when I looked at you know, let's recap some of the events. They showed uh, Tanya the Evil, the movie, which is basically season 1.5 because it takes place between season 2 and season 1. Um, I really recommend Tanya the Evil. Uh, it's it's great, great social commentary, and it explores a lot of social elements. I want to say it heavily goes on to, like, uh, the Marx Marxism. So if you look at uh, the Conifest Manifesto, the Communist Manifesto, and watch that, you you see a lot of uh, heavy, uh, you know, how do I say it, uh, similarities, because it uses it uses a lot of it, and then uh, you know it's war, and I know a lot of people like I know people think badly of people that you know like characters because they're little. And that's completely justified. I mean, lolis, people that like lolis or just focus on character because it's lowly, it's it's weird. Like to me, it's weird. And I and the reason why I say this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna elaborate. The reason why I say this is why are you obsessing about a character that's a little girl? Now let's going off on some of the anime I've seen, the more notable ones, Fully Cooly, for instance, that fucking gem of an anime. If you look at Fully Cooly, you see. Uh, Hatsu Haru... No, it's... Raha Raharu? Or Haruko. The the chick with the guitar. Right? She's... 
older. She's like 20, 22, age unknown, you know. Uh, you know, to me growing up, that was, a, I had a crush on her. I was like, oh, she's hot. Mama me, the, the main character, Takum's brother's ex-girlfriend, she never was really attracted to me. Like, she was, she represented, like, something that, like, I don't really find that, well, back then, I didn't really find attractive. Like, now that I'm older and I see, like, how she saw things, like, I can kind of vibe with her, but at the same time, like, back when I was a little kid, the fact that she was, you know, basically venting her frustrations on a little kid, like, yeah, you know, it wasn't really... She saw his older brother, and it was kind of weird because it was like she was playing with his emotions because he was confused. He was young; he didn't understand what the hell was going on, and that type of shit's weird to me. Um, this has happened to me, like in real life, but at the same time, like you know, as someone that's been through the, ex- the experience of having an older person take interest in you to you know front their fr- uh, vent their frustrations, um. And me being young at the time and not really understanding, like, the tension was nice, but then it gave a false sense of, uh, it gave a false sense, um, I can't really think of the word to, like, elaborate further, but it gave a false sense, because, yes, I felt wanted, but at the same time, they weren't really looking at me, they were looking at the image of me, the concept of me, they weren't looking at me as a person. Now, with that being said, that's, that's one of the main reasons why I didn't like Mama Me, um, but going back to the whole Loli discussion, like, it's it's weird because it's like, okay, so why are you as a grown person, and, you know, a lot of, I'm not, I'm, this is generalization, and this is going towards, you know, a previous conversation, like, there are people that are attracted to little kids, and they're pedophiles, there's no, and it's it's not sexual orientation, it's not a mental illness, well, it, in, a, in a sense, it is a mental illness, because it, it to me, it doesn't make sense, like, why are you, uh, it, how do I say it? Like, I remember reading a social, like a study on this, a research study on this a long time ago. Uh, I had a conversation with uh, a TA in one of my social classes, and I was like, you know, I brought up the concept, and I was like, so, so you know, looking at a sociological point, like, why do you think, you know, pedophiles exist? And, you know, being <laughs> edgy as fuck, she was like, well, you know, you could, you could blame the Catholic Church because, you know, that little... T- they had little Timmy strapped to their crotch all this time, but that's besides the point. Like, not to, like, bash religion like that, but yeah, you know, for a long time, the Catholic Church has been the running point of, you know, child molestation, because priests, you know, to... I want to say it's, like, Roman times? They would sit there and vent their sexual frustrations to keep themselves poor on on little boys? To kind of, like make it better, but then again, that's the fucking broken biscuit logic, like, oh, you know, it's it's a boy, it's still sexual frustrations, but you're sitting there and psychologically traumatizing a little kid. Um, now, you might ask, like, how does this relate to lol- people that like lolis? Well, the thing is, you're fantasizing. It may not be sexual, but you're obsessing about a little girl. Um, it's, it's one of the reasons why, okay, so I read before Arrow Manga Sensei became like actual fucking uh, anime, I ran across the light novel and I and I read it. I didn't read it because it was fascinating. It was interesting. I read it because the whole concept of like basically f- fox sense, 
or fake incest because it's like in Aramonica Sensei, his little sister, it's not blood related. And they eventually develop feelings, blah, blah, blah but that's besides the point. Um, it's, it's weird because a lot of people like the fucking series, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this, this series shouldn't have been made into an anime. It's like one of those little niche things where it's like, okay, you know, it's, let it have its own little cult following. It shouldn't have anime. Same thing with uh, Shin Mao No Testament. Or a New Testament of, like, something. It was, like, this kid, his dad, brought a little sister, like, two little sisters. One of them ended up being a demon. And, like, they start contracting. And then, like, it's a super convoluted. Basically, it's a fucking ripoff of High School DxD. I, that's that's all I have to say. But it's hyper-sexualized. High School DxD had that tasteful, like, what do you call it? I want to say it's cheesecake. They, they pushed... They had Echi, they pushed the limit, and it, it was on the verge of being hentai, but it's not. Shin now, no testament, straight hentai. And the thing is, like, it became popular, and, like, yeah, it only had one season. Wait, no, I think it had two seasons, because of sheer population, and it's the fact that people were, you know, looking at little, little kids. And the thing is, it's weird, because, like, I don't really understand... I don't understand, like, the, the whole thing about lolis. Like, I know, in, I know, like, I'm a big fan of Maho Sensei Negma, and a lot of people are like, oh, that's full of loli gold girls. I didn't like Maho Sensei Negma because of the girls. My favorite character will forever be fucking Naggy Springfield. Because he was a fucking beast. Like, I, I, I have to say it. Like, he was a fucking beast. Like, the fact that he was... Everyone considered him the strongest mage in the world, and he was a, a Magic Academy dropout, and he struggled with, you know, spells, and he had a little cheat book for, like, his fucking spells, because he forgot the incantations half the fucking time, but he would still mix your shit. Like, that right there was, like, he was one of my favorite characters, and I just want to say, like, he alone was one of my favorite characters. Um, and just overall, like, think about it like this, uh, he doesn't really, he doesn't really, it doesn't really get better than that, like, I know, like, in the beginning, like, there's a lot of etchy elements and whatnot as a gag model, but as the story progressed, it became focused on more, like, serious issues, more, uh, martial arts, more, like, incorporation, like, they incorporate Chinese Kimpo, like, you know, as time went, it was cool, it was like, love Hina, like, Love Hina, I want to say, is more etchy. Negi, Maho Sensei Negima was more, uh, like, a coming-of-age story. And then a sequel, UQ Holder, like, I knew it was a sequel to Maho Sensei Negima the entire time. But the fucking masterful way that, like, I want to say it was, like, chapter 30 or, cha- no, it was, like, chapter 50 or something, where at the end of the chapter, like, as... Like, you, you saw the beginning, like, 50 chapters as a prologue, and then it, it ends with it saying, Maho Sensei Negima 2, UQ holder. And I was like, oh my fucking god, this is brilliant, because it tied up. UQ holder is the alternate route that they, that, um, that people didn't really realize existed, because the problem was, uh, Maho Sensei Negima was ended early. And I don't know if you know this, but yeah, back then, Kimikatsu was... He didn't want them to take control of his IP. 
So he ended the series early before they made the changes. So that's why Negma had such a rushed ending. And like there was a movie, there was a final movie in which it it explored one of the possible endings, but at the same time, uh, we never got to see the final arc. Like the we never got to see the fight between Nagi and the major beginning that freed his dad Nagi from control. Um, I know it touches, and Yuki Holder is going to like touch on that eventually. But I'm letting it build up. Same thing with Black Butler. But going back to the fucking Loli discussion, it's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Uh, I, I I hate to say it, but people are like obsessed about Lolis. There's something fundamental wa- fundamentally wrong with them because it doesn't make sense. Why are you so obsessed with a little girl? It's it's dumb. And I know I may seem like a broken record, but there's no justification. For people that are like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Oh, I just want to hug her and treat her like a teddy bear. Um, But at the same time, like, you can't spin it in any way where it wouldn't be disturbing. If a grown person, and it doesn't matter what gender, it could be a, it could be a, a older woman. If it wasn't any like, oh, she's like my little son. Okay, that's. That's like a motherly instinct. Okay, that's cool. But she's like, oh, she's so cute. But then there's no elaboration. There's no elaboration into saying like, oh, it's a motherly feeling. That's there's something wrong with that. I just I just want to I just want to point that out because uh, I I knew someone I knew someone in high school. They were uh, they were they were always joking about kidnapping little boys, and I was like, yeah, and I was like. You know, it'd be really a shame if it was me that submitted you to the um, sexual predator list or whatever the fuck, uh, sexual sex offender list or whatever it's called. I never remember the name of it, like because of Megan's law. But um, like it, it, it's it's like that type of shit wasn't cool. It never really was. Now going on back to Konosuba, I know a lot of people are like, oh well, you know, uh, Kazum. Cosmo is a fucking pervert. Cosmo is just a fucking teenage boy that never got laid, and he's just going through angst. He has all these girls surrounding him, and he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, that type of story, like, it appeals to male because, like, a lot of people have trouble. And it goes back to the incest, I mean, the incel argument. The incel argument's, uh... I, I was looking, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I was tempted to look into the, the whole, you know, thing about incels, but at the same time, it's not really a, uh, it's not something I really would, you know, pursue, uh, into research, because I think it's, it's utter nonsense, like, there's no way someone's an incel, there's, you can't be like, you can easily get laid, it's not that hard, like, and I'm not talking about paying for a prostitute, I mean, like, the thing is, like, getting laid is a matter of attitude, and if you're confident, if you're confident and you work on yourself, and it's not like that fa- that false confidence, I mean, like, an actual confidence, like, you would be able to do a lot, and it's, like, a lot of women find that attractive, a, a man truly confident in themselves, they're working on themselves, they want something better for themselves, that's instantly attractive. I'm not saying they'll throw themselves at you. But I'm just saying you'll get a lot better of a chance of being laid if instead of like and the thing is like once you're more confident about yourself, you're like, okay, you know, it's it's whatever. Hooking up's whatever. Like it's it's not the end of the world if you don't get hooked up. The whole thing is like 
a lot of incels are like, oh, I never had a girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. You know, a relationship is literally like companionship. You spend time with someone that, you know, is your person. You you grow together. They're like your best friend. They're your confident. There's a lot of terms to describe, you know, um, there's a lot of terms to describe uh, a relationship. But, like, if they think it's all about sex, it's not. Like, a relationship, there's a lot to it. Like, it's it's one of those things where it's just like it's just one of those things where it's just like okay you can't really say anything otherwise because it's it's dumb like it, you can't really uh, i feel like a broken record i sometimes i when i do this podcast i i feel like i'm a broken record but at the same time it's just like cuz the sheer audacity of the stupidity of people just like i can't i can't wrap my head around it like what the fuck like Truly, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, the fact that... Like, okay. I know a lot of people. I remember growing up, right? People... I I didn't really have friends. I was shunned by my school. People, you know, thought I was gay because I was into reading, anime, singing. Like, I, I, I was big on music and stuff. And they thought I was gay. But the thing is, I wasn't. I just fucking like stuff. Like, I like... Uh, I had to sit there and say I hate musicals. Like, I remember I... I I said, I remember one day I, I was like, out of habit, I was like, oh yeah, I fucking hate musicals, and someone's like, why? And I, I had to sit down and think about it, and I was like, I don't really hate musicals. I actually appreciate musicals. I like the art style, I like the, you know, when someone actually fucking nails a song that's difficult, like, that shit's impressive to me. I never hated musicals, it was just the fact that social pressure, just to, just to crave to fit in, just to f- crave to have friends, like, you know, and not to be seen as gay, like, made it so I was like, you know, I I denied something I liked, and I was like, okay, so I I don't like, I don't hate musicals, like, I enjoy musicals, there's nothing wrong with that, so, what's the issue? Oh, it's just social pressure, it's dumb, it's fucking dumb, uh, and I'm not saying, like, it's easier said than, like, it's easier said than done just to kick that habit of, like, uh, caving in the social pressure to deny something you like, but at the same time, going back to Lily's once more, it's, there's no justification, like, you can't, that, that doesn't fall into that argument, it's just one of those things where it's, like, the fact that, actually, no, I never really elaborated on this, going back to that conversation I had with the fucking, uh, the fucking TA, basically, it becomes, like, a power thing, like, if you think about, like, the statistics of rape, of why people do, of why people rape people, it's a sick it's a sick fantasy. It's a sick mentality in which, and I say sick because this is my interpretation. It's a sick, inter, it's a sick fantasy in which they rob the other person of their power. Something that's you know theirs and you know either their virginity or just like the fact that it's their chastity. Let's say they're not into sex like that. The fact that you know rape is literally you know you denying that ability to say no, like you make them feel powerless and that's a that's a turn on for them and it's not really like they it's not a far stretch to say people that go around raping people are the same type of people that you know if if the certain environment was present would turn into serial killers because of the mentality like it's a whole power play thing if you think of like different serial killers like Ted Bundy it was was it Ted Bundy where it was a sexual thing I think it was Ted Bundy where he used to rape people just to take their power, just to kill them when they're at their weakest. 
as a kick. It was it was weird. It was fucking weird. Um, and that's why I say like you know when you look at uh how do I say it when you look at people that like little kids it's the same thing like it's robbing a little kid of their innocence it's robbing a little kid like oh they see them as like oh they're innocent blah blah like think of uh uh the revenge of the of the hero hero i forgot the name of the series like i've been letting the translated chapters build up because the translator is doing it for free so it's it's on their own pace i'm not gonna sit there and like beg for more chapters, I'll just let them do their own thing, and then go back and binge it. But basically, uh, the reason why I bring this up is, it's basically, it's a, it's not a re, it's not a sekai, it's a reincarnation in which they go back in time, but at the same time, it was more like, the world has a hero system in which, you know, once you turn a certain age, you get a class assigned to you by the heavens, and there's only like, four or five heroes that are, um, fucking assigned to the world at a time, and they all have a special trait, like there's a sword hero, there's a magic hero, there's a gun hero, there's a healing hero, and uh, the problem is it showed the pure corruption of the government. Like, it's it's a really fucked up manga. Like, it, it's, it's not something like a little kid should read. It's like one of those things where it's like you read it and you're like, oh, oh. It's like Happy Sugar Life. No, it's worse than the Happy Sugar Life. That's just worse than the Happy Sugar Life. Holy fuck. I just thought about it. Like, that was wrong in its own way, but that was worse because in that in the series I was talking about, one of the heroes, the gun heroes, it he gets killed. He gets killed by the by the healing hero. And there's a good and it's not just because, like, oh well he did horrible things. It's just the fact that, you know, it was the fact that the gun hero went around raping little little kids, and he would kill them when they're older because he felt like they were ruined. So, but he was the only reason why he was allowed to go about doing what he wanted is because he was hero system showing the, the hypocrisy of like you know when you look think of a hero they're supposed to be like role models and whatnot of the society like they're like oh yeah I I represent the. I represent the the culmination of such and such or whatnot, and it's it's one of those things where it's just like um, you just kind of get sick. It you you feel sick to your stomach. You fucking feel sick to your stomach. Um, like I, personally speaking, like the scene where he dies is really fucking satisfying. Um, but nonetheless, like. It's, it's, the people that like, you know, to rob people of something that's precious to them, it's, I want to say it's more of like a mental illness. It's not a sexual orientation, it's not a, it's just a corruption of mentality. It's not, it's not okay. Um, and, yeah. And the fact that, you know, the Japanese made a, a joke of it through the lowly culture and whatnot, like, it's it's kind of funny, like it's it, it, it whatever, but going back to the original topic way back then, so Konosuba, or God's blessing to this wonderful world, it's pretty fucking good. Like it it has a lot of jokes and it's a satire. 
and that's one of the biggest things. It's a satire on Sekai anime because literally, yeah, no, it's it's a satire. Like it's it's funny as shit, and I, I recommend giving a, reading it, uh, reading the manga, watching the anime. There's two seasons before watching the movie because the movie is actually a later arc in the book series. So I'm just letting you know. Uh, but besides that, you know, uh, looking forward to the movie comes out November 12th. Look, uh, you know, look to a series near you. But other than that, uh, I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it a close. It's time for the curtain call. This is Melty Scarlet, the Crimson Hermit, and this is another episode of the Random Podcast. As usual, stay classy, watch some anime, read some manga, and take care of yourself. Because the only person that will care about yourself is you. And you are appreciated. Someone, somewhere, someone does love you.